0: Welcome back, friends, to our podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Mazadonsky, and today I have with us sales coach and feminine leadership mentor, Charlotte Albert. Hi, Charlotte. Hi, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited to share you with our audience because even before just getting started talking, I was like so pumped up. I was like, we just have to hit play. You're too amazing not to share all these things that you're sharing with me. So. I wanted to get started on kind of like your backstory. You said you started out in corporate, correct? Mm -hmm. And you noticed some things in your marriage and why you got into like the whole masculine, feminine energy. So can you take us
1: back to that? Yeah, absolutely. So when I came to the U.S. and I started actually in sales and marketing for a luxury beauty brand and I did sales trainings all around the U.S., for spa providers selling luxury skincare and selling treatments and upgrading treatments and it was a beautiful job at that time in my early 20s traveling around the U.S. doing sales trainings and then I worked so hard. So as you do in corporate, and especially when you get to travel, I worked 50, 60 hours more sometimes, sometimes weekends I had to travel. I worked all the time, just being on coffee, work, like literally a man in a beautiful woman's body, literally hustling all the time working. And at some point, my husband and I were together for several years already. We decided we want to have a kid. And we had difficulties conceiving because right now I know I was so much in my masculine. I was always hustling. Everything needed to have a result, a goal. I want to make money. I want to be successful, whatever that means, you know. And I couldn't conceive. Eventually, with some lifestyle changes, whatever we did conceive, and I became a mommy. And I decided then I want to be home with my daughter, Emily. I wanted to be home and be a very present parent and quit corporate, started my own online business, first in social selling and that business I built to six figures in the first year and a half, which also represented me completely hustling all the time. I was going to ask that. Did you take that into that business even in your home? absolutely i i did not know how to work any differently because that was my entire career i know sales and i know how to make money and i wanted to implement that in my own business why being a parent and it was so stressful because i would really work in you know her nap times at nights Anytime I could, I would just hustle and work and grind. I was completely in my masculine. So what does it actually mean to be in your masculine in your feminine? Like for some people who might be listening, or are like, what does that even mean? Like men, women, masculine, feminine. So just to break it down a little bit for your listeners, Lauren, it's masculine and feminine energetics are part of every human being, no matter if you identify man, woman, it doesn't matter, every being has qualities of feminine and masculine energies. So the masculine energetics within us are when we're really determined, we want to go for a result, things need to have an outcome. When we're checking off things on our to-do list, like we are focused, we are determined, we're going someplace, that's when we are in our masculine. And it serves us in so many ways. And we do all need that. There's nothing wrong with either one of those qualities. The feminine is when we are relaxed, we are open to receive we are open for flow, for movement, for creativity, for connecting with other people, building relationships. When we are in our feminine and we having a conversation, it's really about the state of being, about enjoyment, fulfillment. The conversation does not have to have an outcome that than more in our masculine so how can we navigate through those two in our business and our life like first I was so foreign to me I didn't know I was completely in my masculine and it also embodied like in my body in my in my physical health I was so masculine that's a lot of women these days I see that have feminine health issues like with your thyroid or your ovaries or breasts like you know our female organs can be um, harmed if you're too much in our masculine and I saw that in my physical body too and then at some point in this journey my husband looked at me in the eyes and he pulled me down and was like Charlotte can you just sit down and relax and I'm still getting like goosebumps to saying this because that moment really woke me up and I was like, what the heck am I doing? I left corporate. I wanted to be with my baby girl and now I'm just hustling all the time. Like I wanted that freedom and there was no freedom whatsoever. Like I was just working all the time. And then at that point, I hired a coach to like help me navigate the feminine and the masculine. So I can figure it out, not only for my business, but really for my life, for my what relationship. Made you see for that? My husband. What made you see that that was something you wanted to work on? Well, because there was really not much polarity in my relationship anymore. Like my husband and I were an amazing team, mm-hmm. amazing parents together. Like we could figure out like bits, like cleanings, you know, like it was, it was all like smooth sailing, but there was no polarity. Like we were roommates and I was always hustling and he would kind of just wait for me to relax, which never happened. So we could mm-hmm. connect like in- intimately. It wasn't happening. I was not open to receive that. Um, And then when he said that to me, I was like, okay, something had to change. And I really saw it in front of me. I saw how I was always working, how I was not open to connect with him. And then I was just looking at my daughter. I was like, that's not the kind of parent I want to be. That's not the the image I want to present to her of what a happy relationship looks like. Um, even when superficially it looked very you know healthy and beautiful Um, so I hired a coach someone who taught me how to tap into my feminine how to tap into my masculine so I can navigate my life better and really increase the polarity to my husband and I can like knock on wood say now like we have a thriving, intimate life. Like we're beautiful, like so in love more than ever now, kissing, dancing, you know, all the things like really beautiful. And that wasn't the case back then.
0: So tell our listeners, like, how are some ways that, you know, if they're totally new to this, um, feminine, masculine, how are some ways that they can implement it right now into their life?
1: First of all is awareness, really understanding. Okay. where where am I in right now? Am I right now more in my masculine or in my feminine? In what areas of my life do I have to be in my masculine? In what area of my life do I want to be in my feminine? So it really starts with awareness. So for example, just going through a day of a busy woman's day, right? So in the morning, for example, when you get ready, maybe you can get more into your feminine versus just doing your hair and doing your makeup to get it done. Maybe you can just love yourself more and really see you in a radiance and just take your time and slow it down get up early a little bit and really see yourself nurture yourself turn on some nice music like make it an experience where you can just flow and relax and ease into just as an example. It doesn't have to be at that time of the day. If you have kids running around, like maybe you have to be more in your masculine, just get everyone ready and out of the house. Like there's a time and place for all of those. But when we always in the masculine, we're going to burn out. And I see that too often with us women. So intentionally create pockets in your day where you're fully in your feminine, where you are just relaxing, you're drinking a cup of tea and you really just savor the taste and the smell and just, just really focus on enjoying whatever is in front of you, seeing the beauty, like really taking the time and smell the roses really is to be in your feminine. And we learn how to do this more often, more frequently. We become absolutely magnetic to our husbands to our partners to clients also like clients can feel so repelled if we are just showing up to get if we're just showing up to do things get things off our to-do list so really having that awareness when do i need to get things done okay i'm in my masculine and then having those pockets of time where you just savor the moment and really build connections just to enjoy each other's company No, I love that. Even
0: when you're like explaining it, I seriously feel like um, my, my chest kind of like loosen up, like feeling that weight, just, it sounds so beautiful. And I, that is something I definitely need to do, but I'm also the other version that you said in the masking, like, like get the kids out the door. So then it's almost once you get back from the bus stop or school drop off, maybe then come home and have that little time for yourself to, you know, breathe and enjoy, smell the roses, like you said, because I can tell in the mornings, like as we're recording, it is a Monday morning. I don't know. Everyone had a little case of the Mondays and then you feel that like anxiety inside. And then that is not, you know, how, what you want to carry into the rest of your day. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Now, What about the other side? What about the girl that's like, Charlotte, I live in hustle. How, how do I, how do I
1: back this down a little bit? (laughs) <laughs> so well everyone has like different degrees of masculinity and femininity in them and that's okay you want to honor like who you are but you also want to think like what is your long-term vision where you want to take your life what is it that you truly want because so often we so unconsciously living day by day just going through the grind just doing what we think we have to do just to get it done but I want you to really think about your vision like vision in a way of Who do you want to be 10 years, 20 years from now? Like, what do you see for yourself? Who do you want to be? Do you want to have a thriving relationship? Do you want to have a six figure business? Do you want to have a close relationship to your children? Do you want to have amazing friends that you can have deep conversation with? Like, people who really get you. What is it that you really want? Like, being so clear on that vision. And then setting priorities now in the day I'm like how can I be this person now how can I bring this into my reality today if right now my relationship is not so great there's something needs to change because it's not mystically just going to change in 20 years and then I have that loving relationship we have to change now who okay how can I be that person today that has that loving relationship and has thriving intimacy and passion and just love like how can I bring this in today And that comes for women by tapping into her feminine. So if that's what you want you got to learn how to tap into that So important and really not like a fake relax but really learning how to tap into that and there's different ways of how we can bring more feminine energy into our body through music, through dance, through breath, there's a lot of beautiful practices that we can do. And those are things I practice with my clients, like feminine embodiment practices. And how can you bring that in today? And then there are things like the masculine task, do we really have to do all of things? Because we women tend to have that toxic masculinity within us, we think we have to do it all, we have to control it all. And it's so repellent to man it's so repellent to clients even sometimes like if you're so controlling and and for kids as well like no one loves that kind of person actually so if you're feeling yourself being so in hustle and grind all the time really look at your day and be like do I really have to do all those things today or can I outsource something can I really just take it off the the list like do no schedule time to just be, and just live your best life now, not waiting for some time in the future. Yeah.
0: Not waiting for like that. When, like when this happens, then I can feel it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. Love that. Um, yeah. okay. Now let's take it into like the marketing sales. Cause you are a sales coach. So tell us kind of how the feminine and masculine plays into that. Huge. So
1: that's a great question. I love that you're asking this question, Lauren, because there's two kinds of people that usually come to me. There's either the woman who is completely in her masculine and she's like my way or the highway and she's just doing all the sales strategies and she's like figured it all out, but somehow it's not converting in a way that she like. Like she's just burned out, she's tired and, and she's like, there needs to be a better way. So with her, I help to embody more of the feminine side. But then on the other hand, there's some women often healers and yoga teachers or, you know, people in the wellness energy space who are very much in their feminine and they're not converting either. Like they don't understand how to put sales strategies in place because they don't feel like it. So how can we create a business that's really sustainable, that creates consistent income? Is by merging the two, we need to have a masculine structure in place. We need to have a solid sales strategy, a sales process. You need to do lead generation. You have to nurture your audience. You have to build community. You know how to make an offer. You got to know how to sell it. You not need to know how to close it and then create an experience for your clients and transition them from one offer to the next. So you have those, you know, repeated customers and have people that refer you. So you want to have that sales cycle, which is really masculine in place. But then on the same side, you want to know who do you need to be doing the process? Because if you're doing all of those things and you're completely stressed out and you're burning yourself to the ground, it's not going to convert. But there's moments, that's why I love working one-on-one work because every business is so unique. Everybody's energy is so unique. So one process does work, not work for the other person. Some people really thrive on doing a podcast, for example, for lead generation. Some people love to do a Facebook group. Some people just love to create really, really good content that converts and reaching out to people in the DMs. I mean, there's so many different ways on how we can do things, but who we are being when we're doing those things is what truly matters. Are we really building connection Relationships are we truly here to serve people, or are we just here to make a sale, right? To make a killing, to like just to, you know, those things that's really masculine, it's very not attractive for our clients. So, that's what I love working with people. Like, how can you be more in your feminine in your business so you experience more joy, you have fun in your business, and you are actually converting high caliber client, because you attract who you are. So when you are balanced, and you're in your feminine, and you have a healthy masculine structure, you attract clients that are willing to pay in full, pay higher amounts of money, who actually doing the work, get incredible results, write you a testimonial. Like the the kind of client you just attract when you have figured this out is a whole nother level. So that's something that I'm so passionate about with sharing with my clients because let's merge those two. It's it's okay to have more of one than the other. Like we all have different balances of feminine, masculine energetics, but we do need both in the process to be successful and to have a thriving business. Okay.
0: So now- that brought up something for me when you were talking about like the different places of showing the content, doing the podcast, doing all the things, um, you know, that can feel very overwhelming. So what do you how do you um, guide, I guess, your your clients, um, maybe if they're getting started or they're like, where can I build consistency? Is there a something you kind of tell them to do? First, is there you know one way that you see better than the other? Like if maybe someone does like to talk and they would rather just do a podcast or show up, or like you said, the Facebook groups to build the community, to build the like the warm market, kind of take us there a little bit.
1: Yeah. So the first thing I do with my clients is definitely building community. And I build community on a platform that they're really love, because again, that's where the feminine comes in place. You want to find a place that Yes, there might be a little bit of fear. Yes, it feels like a stretch, but you kind of like that kind of um, connection with your community. So if you love video, video is your thing. You know, you like writing. We're going to find ways where you can write more. And we're really working on creating mental real estate. We're really working on position you in the market as an expert in your field, because as you know, the coaching word right now is like, there's a gazillion coaches of everything. So how can we first like position you as an expert and really show your unique approach? Like what's different about you? I'm not a big believer in niching down, but really like, who are you? And what is so unique about your approach? What's so different on the way that you're doing this and really put gasoline on that fire, like really blow this up. And then finding a medium that really serves you and being super consistent with that, with showing up every single day, but also in your being, like the way you are when you're showing up is so essential. It's not just like posting the content and just throwing it out there and be like post and hope kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No, intentionality, like really repeating the same messages over and over. You're the expert, like there's just different kind of content that you can create that really convert but being really, really consistent and doing at least an hour to 90 minutes a day of lead generation, Monday through Friday, like five days a week. Like you have to start with that. And the first couple of months, not even selling anything necessarily, but really nurturing relationship, building community and whatever platform that looks like. Okay. For those don't that don't know, what does lead generation mean? Lead generation means building connections, building community. So That can be, you know, you're creating really quality content on Facebook, for example. That's how I honestly built my first business and social selling. All I did was my Facebook wall. I didn't even have a Facebook group at that time, but I posted every single day. And I was going live because I love talking more than writing. So I was on video all the time with my daughter, like, you know, like all that she crying mess behind me, I, I, I didn't even care that much. But I just showed up and I wanted to get my message out there all the time. And then connecting with those people, that are present there with you. Even if there's no one watching, there's one person watching, I would serve this one person as if already she paid me $100,000. I would really be so grateful and so thankful to this one person who's watching. Um, you can slowly build an email list, you know, offering a freebie, an opt-in, and nurture the connections that you have, like the few people who want to be in your world, the few people who are watching you on your video, love on them, connect with them, and watch their things, you know, connect with them on a deeper level, like heart to heart. I always say business is just like dating. You want to slowly build that relationship. You don't wanna like be in a cold DM and be like, hey, buy my thing or hey, join my Facebook group. It's such a turn off. Like how can you build a genuine connection with someone? And it does take time. So we're not building this overnight. We do have to show up consistently for probably three, four months before we can actually sell something, in my opinion, unless you already have a warm audience. But if you're literally starting from scratch, you got to build your reputation, build your mental real estate and really connect with people. And there's a gazillion different ways of how you can bring more people into your world. So really show up first, build a consistency and
0: focus on the people that are showing up, that are watching you live, that are maybe watching your stories, wherever you're doing that um, on social media. I, I like that because, you know, I think sometimes when we're starting out, um, we feel like we got to like pull people in, but it's, it's really focusing on the ones that are really paying attention to what you're putting out there. Because then it also, I think, helps you stay true to your message. So you're not just trying to persuade and like, you know, what's the right word, like beg people to come into your circle, right? It's getting those mm-hmm. right people by your energy. So what would you recommend? Cause like you said, consistency is such a big part of it. Um, I know sometimes for me, I have anxiety and sometimes that's just like picks up depending on, you know, where I'm at. And that's some, to me, then I feel like my energy's kind of off then to keep showing up and you, and I don't want to show up in that way, but what do you kind of recommend? Um, so you can keep that consistency going.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you by any chance know your human design? I'm curious. I think I've done it. I'd have, I'd have to look and then tell you. So, I mean, human design is something that I sometimes incorporate, um, in the coaching because it does talk a little bit about like your energy types and, Some people, like I'm a generator and I can just go every single day, but there's some people who really need time in between and really need to rest and tap out for a little bit. And you want to honor that part and yet be consistent. So how does that look like? So some people... For them, it's really good to batch contents. Like when you have a good day, when you feel like you're beautiful, you're in the zone, you're in the vibe, you schedule three hours and you literally do a ton of reels, a ton of you know, video content, a ton of podcasts, you just record it all in those kind of days. So if you have days where your energy is really low and you have anxiety or something, you can still create something of quality. Yeah. Um, the other thing I feel like is it's okay to share with people that there are good days and that there are hard days because that builds true connection if we're vulnerable and we are willing to expose those parts of ourselves people actually feel drawn to us sometimes when things seem too perfect out there and she has it all together People can't relate to that and they're actually afraid to reach out because you're just like this untouchable human being, like she got it all figured out. So even in those days, you can just be like not sharing everything, but you know what? Just showing your coffee and be like, today I have a day for myself, you know, and let's do some Q&A, like do some in, just in your stories, right? Just in your Instagram or Facebook stories, like engage with your community every single day in every, whatever way feels good for you in that moment.
0: Yeah. I like that. I do definitely share. I notice more not to be TMI for the guys that are listening, but I notice mine is like always around my period. Like it's just that. And maybe I just need, I've been allowing myself the space to like slow down. Maybe the first few days I need a little less on my calendar. Like you said, like maybe even love on me, like allow myself to rest or just go take a walk. That is a huge thing for me when I'm in my office. Like I need those breaks And sometimes that's what it is. I'll go take a 20 minute walk and then come back and do some work. I do notice what you said, that other um, example was batching the content that there's so many of those times where it's like, you do, you feel like, okay, this is a really good day. Let's make, let's make a bunch of stuff. And just, you know, you feel that power, that energy. Um, So I love that uh, tip as well. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners?
1: Oh, so probably there's a lot of good stuff. But honestly, I'm encouraging everyone to really be more true to who they are right now and really tap into those things that make you feel most alive and just do more of those things. I teach women to just dance more, turn on music more, make yourself more a cup of tea or a piece of chocolate that you really really like and like really indulge in those things and the little things and see so much magic and beauty in everyday life and and have more joy have more fun more beauty in everything that's already there versus go 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 and hoping for things to happen at some point in our life because it might never happen if you're not taking that time now. So really love yourself, love your life. Like find those little pockets of joy and beauty every single day in your life. It just makes life so much more joyful and happy. Yeah, I can see it in your face. And I'm sure you noticed
0: such a shift from that first business, how you showed up for that. And now this in your other one,
1: how much more do you love it? Oh, it's incredible. It's like, it's- day and night it's completely different I right now I work only mornings like sometimes I do something in at night rarely so it's I have it so perfectly scheduled like so masculine but then in the afternoon I'm really present with my kids I have scheduled date nights with my husband we have scheduled times where we just connect him and I and it's like there's nothing else that can get into that so Whatever is important to you, just schedule it in and be like, okay, this is all balanced. Like I take care of my body, my health, my family. I'm really intentional with every part of my life and I have it all in my day. Everything that I love is in my day every single day. And this is what it's all about. Like The money just comes as a byproduct of you feeling fully alive, you being really happy in your feminine radiance, like people can see your radiance. They just feel your magnetism. And they're just like, whatever she has, I want a piece of that yeah. cake. And this is this is the simple formula. But often we're afraid to do this or not willing to do this because we're afraid it has some negative consequences. It's it's not like things will always fall into place. Like really prioritize your happiness now.
0: Okay, I have one more question then that came up when you said that. So how do you handle your boundaries and what you say yes and no to in your business um you know obviously because you were like the hustle phase and now you're here where do you keep those boundaries in place and if someone asks you to do something outside of maybe that scheduled time that you give yourself for business how do you approach that
1: well it's it's really like day by day I should say I really listen to my intuition and be like you know, is this serving me right now or not? And I'm honest with people and be like, you know what, let me think about it. I give myself time sometimes. I don't have we don't have to say yes or no right away all the time. It's also with invitations for certain parties or something, you know, like in the moment sometimes I I want to say yes, like I love you and I want to hang out with you. You know, it sounds so good. But then I know myself when my schedule is getting too full with certain things, then I'm going to reject going there because I'm already then like my capacity is full. So really learning how to say, you know what, this sounds amazing in this moment right now. Let me come back to you in a day or two and let you know and really let this sink in and be like, okay, what is my vision for my business right now? Where do I want to take it? What's my focus? Is this actually fitting in the plan right now or is it not? and then just speak it out because our word is law. Like I think the more we women can honor our word and stay true to that, the more confidence we're actually building, the more confident we are in who we are. And um, then that's the masculine part within is the words, the commitments that we're making and then the feminine can actually relax. So the more we learn how to relax in our being, the more beautiful things unfolding.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. I think sometimes it's hard when you're, you're excited about it, but really giving yourself that space to step back, think about it. Does it fit in your plan, your vision, like you said? So I love that. Um, now tell our listeners where they can find you.
1: Awesome. Well, my favorite place at the moment is Instagram. So you can just find me at Charlotte Albert. That's spelled C-H-A-R-L-E-T-T-A-L-B-E-R-T, Charlotte Albert. Um, I also love Facebook. I have a free community on Facebook where there's a ton of free resources, sales trainings, feminine leadership trainings in there. And my DMs are always open. So if you would just want to say hi, connect with me, Facebook or Instagram, I would love to chat with you. Do you have any courses? Like, do you mainly do one-on-one? Do you have anything
0: coming up they should like look out for?
1: Mm. So I do mainly one-on-one, but I'm actually launching a uh, sales and feminine leadership membership in October that I'm so excited about because there's a lot of people who would love to work with me, but they're not ready for one-on-one yet. And I wanted to create a space that is really about building community and helping female entrepreneurs connecting with others because it's all about network or network is our net worth. So I want people to be able to build community, but also get sales trainings and accountability to move their business forward. So that's going to start in October. It's going to be, yeah, a, a membership that you can come join if that speaks to you.
0: Yeah, that's great. Okay. So listeners,
1: if you had a favorite
0: takeaway, tag us, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and as always stay cheeky.